0: Everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam.
1: And I'm Joe. And
0: we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, happy belated 420,
1: bro, blazes. Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. I smoked so many doobies. Oh,
0: I did all the pot that there is. <laughs> yes. No, I did watch Half Baked, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was, uh, I was out at Trivia on Thursday, and one of the... The Rounds was a video round where they showed the clip from Half Baked where he goes on the date with $8. And uh, we had a good laugh while we were watching that. And date then, with $8? Yeah. Have you seen the movie Half Baked?
1: Yeah, it's been a long time though.
0: You know, like he's going on the date with Mary Jane and he's like, fuck, I only have $8 because all my money's tied up in the weed dealing. So it's got, like, the little thing on the screen about how much money he has. Oh, yes, And yes, they, like, yes. walk around for three hours, and he buys her a hot dog, and then he steals money from the homeless guy yeah, so he, he can like, buy her he has, an like, ice cream. Yeah, like, going down
1: and then, like, going up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I need yeah. to watch that again.
0: It, it's been a long time since I've seen it, too. And I was like, oh, man, I kind of just want to go home. Like, so afterwards, I was like, hey, fuck it, I'm just going to watch Half Baked in honor of the hol- the upcoming <laughs> holiday. Uh, I will just watch Half Baked. So, yeah, that was the extent of my celebrating of 420 I was watching a 20 year old movie that i really enjoy it's about weed so that was I, it i worked <laughs> yeah so um but yeah and when we're not out celebrating 420 because we're, we weren't out celebrating 420 uh, we always talk about what we've been playing so joe what did you play this week because it was a big week
1: yeah it was a really big week a lot
0: of important things came out this yeah, week yeah
1: i spent a lot of money this week
0: i bet yeah well, what are some uh, of the things that you
1: purchased? All right, um, the things that I bought this week were um, the, a lot of them. I, I don't actually have anything to talk about because I haven't had a chance to play them yet. Okay, uh, I it purchased for future episodes. Yes, I purchased uh, Yakuza Six. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought like the big fancy collector's edition. I was going to ask if you got one of the crazy ones. Yeah, it came it came with uh, like bar glass, two bar glasses. Uh, two cold stones, which are like stones you put in the freezer. They're just like ice cube things. You freeze yeah. them and then put them in the glass. Yeah, whiskey stones. Uh, is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, coasters. I'm, I'm not much of a drinker, but I was just like, oh, these look too fucking cool to like pass up on. Oh
0: man, you should have brought them over. We could have had some whiskey while we were doing the episode. Yeah, I I, I'm well, around. I was
1: I was planning on it, but I got caught up with family stuff today. I was actually going to bring a bunch of stuff, even though it's a a, a podcast and. Yeah. No one could see anything. I was like, I'm going to bring this stuff just to like show and tell kind yeah. of thing. But So I could see it. Yeah. So I could Describe just show it to you. it in you. great detail. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't have time to swing home and pick those up. Uh, we're recording late today. Yes. Because lots of things going on today because it was a nice day out.
0: Super nice day out. Yeah. Got out to some baseball. hmm Great day. Um Who won, by the way? The Yard Goats did. Oh, the Yard Goats Yeah, did? scored three runs at the bottom of the eighth take the lead. It was awesome. Oh, nice. Very exciting.
1: Uh, so uh, Yakuza 6. Yep. Uh, I picked up God of War. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Okay. Uh, I wasn't going to buy it, but then like the all the reviews came out, and everyone was talking about how great it was. I was kind of like, eh, fuck it. Like, I had uh, a bunch of trade-in credit, as yeah. well as like Best Buy reward dollars to spend, so yep. I was like, all right, fuck it. Might I'll as well. I'll put this to other stuff. Uh, I picked up uh, Nintendo Labo. Okay. I bought Which, the... Not var- the robot set. But the, ra- the, like, the variety kit. The variety kit. Okay. Yes. I picked up the variety kit. Yep. Um. I'm about halfway through building the piano.
0: That's the most complex one. Yes. Okay, so we'll pause there. What what do you think what do you think about it so far? Obviously, you haven't got to use it. Yeah. And you haven't got like did you I assume you put in the cartridge because you have to follow the instructions there. Did you mess around with anything before that? Like
1: Uh no. Uh well, like when you what, what the way it works is uh yeah, you put the cartridge in yep. and um the first thing it has to do is just build like a little holder for uh the Joy-Con? Joy-Con. Yep. For the right Joy-Con. And that's just like a little thing that you have. I think it's like design where like it's a universal holder that like the Joy-Con for all of the things that you build, just you stick it in with that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, It has you build that, and then it gives you the option of, like, all the different things that you want to build on it. Yeah. And I just went right to the piano because I was like, this is the only one I'm really, like, interested in. I want to try the the fishing one.
0: Yeah, the motorcycle one looks kind of fun. The motorcycle I don't really care
1: about the, like, little tank thing, even though that's... The RC car? Yeah, the little RC car. Yeah. Um, I don't care about the house.
0: No, not as much. Like, you'll still build them. Yeah, I'll still build them. I'm not going
1: to, like, just let them sit there and never touch them. No, 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 no. Um, the piano was the one that I was like, that's what I wanted to like yeah. play around with. So I worked on it for about two and a half hours. It was the entire time to watch uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. What what'd you think? Oh, uh, Good. Right? Yeah. Surprisingly yeah. good. I talked about it a few episodes
0: ago, or uh, more than that. I think yeah, I saw it, it in ago. December. Um, when it was in theaters. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I quite enjoyed it as well. It's it's not bad. Yeah. like I mean, like...
1: It doesn't feel like a Jumanji movie. No, it could I have guess. been literally anything. Yeah, it could. But... Have, it was like kind of the most generic jungle action movie. Yeah, it was still very fun, like well acted. Yeah, uh, like you, you do get the, like the video game vibe from it. Yeah, super yeah. funny. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Jack Black is great. The Rock yeah. is great as usual. The Rock was great. <laughs> yeah,
1: watching The Rock play insincere, but like awkwardly insincere was yeah. very funny
0: and Jack Black playing a 15 year old girl is never not funny so
1: <laughs> he was um, oddly good at it
0: I know yeah it was a lot of fun no, uh, so I'm glad you enjoyed that yeah. so the entire time the runtime of that movie is how long you worked on the piano yeah and I,
1: <laughs> I got about like I'm, I'm assuming halfway through like right off the bat it tells you how long it takes I think to it's put a five it hour thing yeah yeah so um and like I mean it's it's fun <laughs> I mean you're just doing like arts and crafts and stuff but I kind of like that crap like yeah I like Lego hey, so crap
0: that's wonderful activities yeah fit for the whole family
1: yeah um but I mean like I was having fun doing it it's very simplistic the way it does it like the um it shows you on the screen like you can like rotate around the thing as you build it so as you like move from piece to piece uh, it's basically like an interactive instructional video. Yep. So you can like skip forward, rewind, you can rotate the camera around, like change the angle all over the place. Just if you want to get like a better view on the piece that you're putting together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can like speed it up and, you know, rewind, blah, blah, blah. But it's very, very intuitive the way that it gets you to like know how you're doing it. At first I, I, you know, oddly enough, I didn't think that was going to be part of the game. I just thought it was going to be, like, an instructional booklet. Oh, yeah. No, I had heard that it was. It's on the cartridge. Yeah. I just thought I was assuming it was just going to be an instructional booklet. So, like, I'm, like, opening up the box going, like, where the fuck is the instructions? Well, yeah, because
0: you're used to Legos, which come with a big pamphlet to build stuff. Yeah. So,
1: I'm, like, looking. I'm, like, there's no instruction booklet for this. And I was, like, oh, you know what? I probably got to put the fucking game in. Fucking idiot. Stupid me. Um, The one thing I had to complain about um, is the spine is like gray
0: the spine of what the box the the game comes in as opposed to red like every other as opposed to
1: red like every other switch game so like i look at it now on my shelf sitting there i'm just like oh god damn it it stands out like awkwardly i hate that shit
0: i would put it symmetrically in the middle of all the other games but i would also want to put it alphabetically so it would always look askew
1: yeah um but i i mean There's not much to say just because all I'm doing is putting stuff together right now. Yeah, it's still early. Like it'll be it more interesting once I can actually like play the piano. But it's coming along together. I got like at the point where I'm at now, I have half of the keys built, and you know, like looking at the mechanism for all of it, like as I'm putting together, I'm like, oh, that's how it does it. Okay, that's interesting. That's a cool little way of doing it. Yeah, I almost fucked up early on because uh, it has the little reflective stickers on mm-hmm. it that bounce like the IR sensor on it. And yep. I just wasn't thinking at the time. And it said like, now put the stickers on. And it just said like, now it's time to put stickers on it. And I was like, I don't fucking care about putting stickers on it. Like, yeah. I just thought it was like, a fun, fun, generic, stickers. like, yeah. yeah, like there's a, there's a sticker book in there. Like put a little Mario hat on thing. Yeah. So it was like, now it's on it. And I was like, just about to skip over that part, and I would have been completely fucked because I would have You're just been going like, "Why is this not doing anything?" You would
0: have had a one hundred percent non-functional piano. Yeah, that and you took have to five like hours take to take it all
1: apart to like figure yeah. out exactly where to put the stickers on. Yeah, that would have sucked hard. Yeah. yeah, but then I was like, "Yeah," I took a second to like look at the sticker sheet because then I like pull out the sticker sheet. And I'm like, "It's just all blank white stickers," and then I like turned. It and I was like, "Oh, it's the reflective fucking yeah." Okay, let me. Let me put these on. Great job, Joe. Yeah.
0: Mutter to yourself as you fuck up the $80 thing that you bought.
1: Mm-hmm. $70. $70, <laughs> that's
0: true. Yeah, I was at Best Buy picking up uh, God of War as well. And I was looking at the Labos and I was like, I kind of want to buy the robot kit. <laughs> but I, like, I've like i seen adults wearing it, but like I see Bill Nye, the science guy, and like, skinny adults wearing it. And like you know, I'm a bigger person. Like I'm tall and, you know, on the heavier side. So like, I want to make sure that I can get that backpack over my shoulders (laughs) and that the foot straps go all the way down to my feet. And like before paying like $80 for like, I want a fat guy's review of the robot kit to see how it works. Like I got a big head too. Like, I don't know if that visor thing will go over or not, you know? So yeah, I'm very intrigued by Labo. I definitely want to see some of the other stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it takes off, just because I want to see them come up with more stuff. Yeah, because like while I'm putting this together, wh- when I'm like putting the piano together, m- the main thing I just been thinking was like, who the fuck thought of all of this? Like, I know, right? That's the uh, just even uh, not just Labo itself, but yeah. like the design of like how it all goes together. I was just kind of sitting there going like, like who was sitting around like just plotting out how to make. All of these cardboard piano keys and shit.
0: It was an Nintendo employee on last year's 420. I was like, dude, what if we put? <laughs> I got a of, fucking great idea. Dude, what if we just made like a
1: cardboard
0: piano? That'd be so cool. great, yeah. man. Yeah. No, I'm definitely intrigued by it. I definitely want to get more into it, and I de- I also too wanted to take off because I want to see all the crazy things that they'll come up with, but I also want to see all of the things that people will be able to finagle using the Toy Con garage that's in the cartridge itself, like the extra thing that you can do. Like the guitar that we saw the video for mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, all these other different things that you can do with it. Like that's what I want to see is what people can come up with in addition to what Nintendo gives us as like a thing that you can do. Because it is, it's very intriguing. It's a lot of cool stuff on there. So, once, you, once you're done with the piano, you'll have to let me know how it goes. Maybe we'll play it next week on the next week's show. Yeah. We'll put it up to the microphone and we'll play it. Yeah. There you go. Uh,
1: and, you know, actually, speaking of piano, um, I going back to the thing we had talked about in previous things, do you know uh, that there was a, something we missed in A Way Out?
0: There was something we missed?
1: We missed playing in A Way Out.
0: Uh, There's
1: a, a piano and a guitar, or a banjo, that you can, like, do a... um like Rock Band style minigame that we missed out. <laughs>
0: uh, in what? Like in the old
1: people's house? Yeah, in the old people's house.
0: All right. Well, well we're, we're not far past that, so we can easily just go back and play that chapter. Yeah, there's like a
1: chapter select thing. That's no problem. Yeah. All
0: right. Put it on the to-do list. Marking it down. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm looking very much looking forward to that. We have to go back and finish playing that. Yeah. A lot of stuff, though. Yeah. We very busy these last week. Yeah. Yeah, so. you got a lot of
1: God of War. And I was like, okay, I'm going to finish Far Cry – Then start my Labo thing. Yep. Um, I did not realize I was right at the very, like, end of Far Cry when I was at it. Um, But, uh, so I I finished it up. um, Really good ending. Like, intense ending. Like... The kind of thing where I was like, holy fuck, what the, what the fuck is happening right now? Jesus Christ.
0: Did it uh, did it make you come around from the tonal shift problem? Like, was it serious or was it a goofy, no, oh my god, very, what's happening? No, it was very, very serious. Okay, that's like, good.
1: Very, very intense. And you know what? Um, actually, the game, the tonal shift stuff, um, I came around on that one also. Okay. Just because the way that the game is designed, there is three areas to it. And each one has like a general that you have to like kill at the end after like doing all enough missions
0: oh so one of them was a goofy general
1: no well yeah one of them was very serious okay and it was the last one i did okay so like that part um it was uh like that whole area so the last third of the game felt a lot more serious okay good than the other parts because like there's three generals. One of them is like he's like a self help guru, okay, kind of guy. Like he's like a Tony Robbins style dude, yeah. And like he he like uh you know when you like he's talk an to evil him,
0: man, yeah. <laughs>
1: when he when he talked to him, he's like, let me tell you about the power of saying yes. Yeah, it's all about saying yes to everything.
0: Those people are too powerful. I remember that time Tony Robbins talked to Jack Black and made him only see uh, the good in people, and it ruined his life. It's the plot of Shallow Hell.
1: Oh, yeah. Joe was Wait, looking you at You only me. saw the good in people? I just thought you saw everybody as attractive.
0: No, he saw their inner beauty. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So he okay. was only focused on someone's inner beauty.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the second general, um, she's like a flower child hippie. Okay. Because like her whole thing is that she's the one that takes care of the drug that they manufacture to like Got it. brainwash people. Yeah. They have this stuff called like Bliss. And, like, every time you see her, it's, like, a drug-induced hallucination where she's all, like, hey, everything's all groovy, man. Yeah. Uh, and She's then, from
0: Wild Wild Country.
1: Yeah. And then the last one uh, is, like, a guy who's, like, all about, like, his thing is, like, culling the herd and, like, killing the weak and stuff. And he, like, goes around and just kills everybody that he is not worthy enough. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff was a lot more serious than the other ones. Okay. That's good. So the like last third of the game, I was like, okay, this is more of what I wanted it to be.
0: Yeah, that sounds exactly like what I wanted it to be as well. Yeah, yeah, like a serious cult leader type thing, as opposed to like a zany cult leader type Mm -hmm, thing.
1: mm -hmm. That's so yeah. The last third was really good, and then the ending was like super, super intense. Nice and like fucked up. Like I mean, like the the very actual end of the game, I was like damn that sucks not like (laughs) not like that sucks i was like that sucks Uh, (laughs) and there are two endings um it doesn't let you go back and play the other one like once you beat it it's like over
0: yeah uh that's weird like so i assume you'd have to save it and then start it over to get the different one no it
1: like saves it and like you can't go back and load an older save oh really yeah so you have to like if you want to get both endings you have to like play through the whole game twice
0: uh, that kind of sucks. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I just went and watched. Like, there's no achievement for it. There's just an achievement for beating the game. It's not oh, like there's it's not just...
0: for getting both endings? Yeah, there's no, like, trophy oh, yeah. for getting
1: both endings or anything. Watch on YouTube. Yeah, so I just watched the other ending on YouTube. That's fair. And both of them, like, there's no happy ending to that game. Like, both of them end badly.
0: Which Which did you like better, the one that you watched or the one that you played?
1: The one that I played. Okay, good. The other one just kind of, like, sums up and just kind of is like... And then it ends. The, oh, okay. the one that I actually got was, yeah. like intense shit going down yeah like crazy shootout like huge set piece shit Hmm. yeah but also like ends on a much more like fuck that sucks kind of ending yeah yeah Um, but uh you know like um but uh like looking back on it there's some stuff in the game that i like didn't notice it at first and then when i started thinking about the older ones i was like that's weird that they like they took a lot of stuff out but, like, minor things, and I'm like, why did they take this out? Like, was it bad that they took them out? I mean, Not necessarily. It's just kind of... So, like, one of, the, well, one of the things that was bad that they took out that I didn't like was... Uh, the other ones, there was a big emphasis on hunting and, well, like, yeah, gathering no, materials and yeah, stuff. there's no need for that in Montana. Like, oh, no, there's a lot of hunting in Montana. I know,
0: but not for, like, materials. Mm, yeah. You know? Like, when you're stuck in the jungle, it makes sense that you need to hunt for materials yeah. when you're in, you know... Even though it's super fucking rural, you're in the middle of the United States. Yeah, so you probably are okay.
1: Yes, but there was like a big emphasis on hunting in the other ones. But you're right. Like it in the like in the other ones, um, like say you want to like it doesn't let you hold a bigger gun like at first you can only hold like a pistol until you build like a rifle sling but you have to like go and hunt animals yeah. to get the materials to build the rifle sling yeah. and then like you can get another one for like carrying rocket launchers and then uh you know you have to go and hunt and it'll be like you need Five jaguar pelts. If you want to build something to hold more health kits, yeah. And there's like a reason to go out and help hunt in this one. This one, it like hunting is just for selling the materials, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, there, you probably just no go rule. to every
0: Walmart and buy a rocket launcher or whatever. Yeah, out in the Midwest. So yeah, it's totally fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's no reason to. Uh, there's, there's no point to that one. I was kind of like I like I like the those parts of the other ones. Like yeah, it gave you gave you a reason to go out and do it. Whereas this one, you're just like, oh, there's a deer that's worth. 500 gold <laughs> or dollars. Yeah. Gold. Gold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, what year does this take place in?
1: Uh, and then like, there's little things in it that I was like, it's weird that they took that out. Like in the other ones, um, you, you have like health kits that you can use. Mm hmm. And if you run out of health kits, you can still heal yourself. but just takes longer. Okay. Um, because you're, like, doing it more manually as opposed to just, like, pulling out a health kit and, like, wrapping a bandage around you.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. If I cut myself and I put a bandaid on it, it heals faster than if I just let it sit. Yeah. So.
1: But, but well, it's the kind of thing Checks where, like. out. <laughs> yeah. It was something that's, like, say you have four health kits and you run out of health kits and then, you like, you try and heal yourself. You get, like, a little kind of cut, like, quasi-cut scene. It's still in the middle of the action of the game as you're playing it. But, like. At that point, instead of just using a health kit and healing yourself, um, it'll show like a cut scene of you like m- pulling your arm out, and there's like a bullet wound in your arm, and you have to like take the knife and like pry the bullet out of your arm, or like you'll like pull your wrist up, and your wrist will be broken, and you have to like reset your wrist, I like, like that. That re snap cool, your finger into place. That was in all the other ones. Yeah, this one they just didn't have that in it. Oh, and I was like, it's weird that they got rid of that. That was yeah. like a cool little thing that you could do. That does sound cool. Yeah. So there are little things that they took out that I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but... I mean, in the end, I still thought the game was really great. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought, like, once the... At least the the last third area, I was, like, really invested in the story. But, yeah, yeah, good game. Nice. Glad I beat it. I actually bought the season pass, because I was like, all right, I'll give these weird DLCs a chance, you know?
0: Yeah, are any of them out now?
1: No, not yet. Okay. Uh, And also, it gives you, like, the HD version of Far Cry 3. Oh, okay. The, like... uh, scaled one. Yeah so yeah, I was yeah. like I could play Far Cry three again. Yeah. Might as well.
0: It's worst things to have as a yeah. free perk. Nice. Yeah. What else did you spend your money on this week?
1: Okay. Uh I bought two Nintendo's
0: okay. Like Nintendo Nintendos or Nintendo Switches or just Nintendo's and Nintendo Entertainment Systems? Two
1: NES Nintendo Entertainment Systems. Okay. But not actual Nintendo NES Entertainment Systems. I bought um two HD Upscaling ones okay uh, like even before I talked about I bought the analog Super NT the like yeah, modern Super Nintendo Super one. Nintendo one y- to play yep. those things um, I they had analog had originally made a, a Nintendo version of that um, but it was a much more intense Version it had like every output for it, whereas the Super NT just has HDMI. This one had like every different output that you wanted to use. Yeah. It was made out of a solid chunk of aluminum. Mm. Uh, it was four hundred and fifty dollars. Jesus. Yeah. Whereas the Super NT was just made out of plastic. It just had HDMI. Yeah. It was just it's what you needed. It just it to just be. what you needed. Yeah. Uh, and that was uh, one hundred and eighty bucks. um And I was just sitting there, and I was like, I had all my Nintendo games that I was like looking at, and I was like, I want to play these also. Um, but I don't want to spend the, well, they don't have you like, no one has the suit, the Nintendo version. Yeah. And yeah, they go for like a thousand bucks on eBay. And I was oh, like, thank no, you. no thanks. So I started looking into other options for HD, um, Nintendo systems. Yep. Uh, and I went with two of them. I went with an expensive one and a super-duper cheap one.
0: Okay, I was going to say why two, but if one's an expensive one and one's a super-cheap one, then I guess that gives you the best of both worlds.
1: Yeah. Um, one of the reasons I originally wanted to do this was because I'm trying to get my video game collections organized, and I bought a bunch of boxes for Nintendo games. Um, and uh, they have a service where you can go and they'll print up like cover art for them. Oh, cool. Um, but I was like, well, I want to make sure and like test all these to make sure s- which ones actually work.
0: Yeah, you want working things for your collection.
1: Yeah, and so I'm not just like displaying a broken game that didn't work. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, you could
0: do that too. It just have to be a separate shelf. Yeah. Like, this is the shelf of all the working ones. How and these awesome are all are those,
1: these. Yeah, and these are all just the cartridges that are there. Just
0: garbage dump over here.
1: Yeah. Shelf two. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, I want to like actually test these out before I bother pr- like paying money to get covers printed up for them. yeah so i went on ebay and i bought a retron hd uh which is made by the retron company they make like the retron five and four and three two whatever all those things yeah
0: that, all um, the multi-console accepting mm-hmm. systems
1: yeah um this one uh, all of those ones they just function off of emulators yeah uh, like you put the cartridge in, it just always, like loads up an emulation of the game yep. as opposed to the, like playing it directly actually off the cart. Yeah. Uh, the Retron HD, uh, which I bought for $28 off of Amazon. So
0: that's the cheap one.
1: That's the cheap one. Um, it, uh, it actually plays off the cartridges, um, as opposed to playing a ROM. Um, so that way I could actually like test them to make sure that they like worked properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, like, I, I got it, and it's, like, a nice little box. Uh, it looks really, like, aesthetic, nice and square. Um, it has, like, the kind of the same color patterns of the original Nintendo and stuff. I was, like, all right, let me give this thing a try. And I, like, hooked it up, and uh, the first thing I noticed was uh, it did look really good. Like, it was playing them in nice HD. Like, it shows up really good on the TV. Yeah. But the color was, like, all wrong. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's a bummer.
1: Yeah. Like, I was like, I first thing I put in was Super Mario 3 because I was like, okay, I'm going to put like the game I know the most. Yeah. And it like loads up and like the sky is like a grayish color mm, and like right. all of the background things, the colors don't match properly. Yeah. Like um, Mario's skin was like white, just like paper white.
0: Um, Mario is white. <laughs> He's Italian. Yeah, so he should be <laughs> swarthy. <laughs> He should not be paper white no that's true yeah he's not Irish <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a ginger yeah yeah no that makes is, sense
1: is there a difference
0: yes I'm not gonna get into it here but <laughs> yes I'm gonna go with yes
1: okay um so uh like I'm like looking at it and I'm like oh this is not like right I don't like like it it's the kind of thing where like it plays really good like mm-hmm. I said it actually looks crisp and clean on the, the aesthetic TV. is what you
0: want like you but, want yeah. it to look good
1: I don't want to like play it going like all of this is Like, bizarrely wrong. And also, like, the sound was a little weird. It just didn't sound right. Uh, And there was, like, a slight amount of input lag from when you, like, hit the buttons. It was a very small amount, but it was enough where, like, if you're playing Mario, you kind of got to be precise. There were a lot of points where I was, like, missing a jump or, like... I was like, I should have made that. I know I should have made that. I played this level a hundred times. I know I should have made that.
0: I'm wondering if it's a setting on your TV. Like, if you need to put it in a game mode or change some colors around or something like that. Because especially with the input lag, that makes me think that it might be a a TV setting thing.
1: It might have been. I'm not entirely sure. Um, But, uh, so, like, I did that and I was loading it up. Um, And, like I said, the things were, like, it was playing good. But I was like, you know what? At this point, like, fuck it. I'm not paying $1,000 for the analog NT... Um, or the analog NT mini. No. So Absolutely I was like, I, right. well, let me look at what other like options there are out there. Uh, so I like went on and I looked around and the, uh, basically everyone said like the next best option after the analog was the retro USB AVS, which is, uh, a, a another one. It's, it's very similar to the super, uh, NT that I got. Um, uh, and it's was another like 100 and I think it was 185 dollar console yep um and I was like all right fuck it I'm just gonna go with that and I bought that and it's like surprisingly I didn't realize that it was so quick I got they like did like next day shipping it just you know didn't give me like any option to ship I was like I'll play with this one for like a week and then I'll get the other one and then like the next day it showed up and I was like oh fuck cool all right sweet yeah no waiting excellent fine um so I took that one I hooked it up and this one works great okay Uh, The color like looks perfect. Looks fine. The whole thing. Sound is great. Uh, I don't feel any lag. It might be a little bit, but it's not enough to really notice. Yeah, it's Um, negligible. It fits the like screen a lot better. and there's, like, a ton of fucking options to the game yep. that I, like, I'm just kind of, like, flipping through the menus going, like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of fucking shit that you can do this. It does the same things like the NE, the NTS, where you can uh, put, like, certain filters on it, so you can add scanline filters if you want to make it look like an old uh, CRT TV. Oh, cool. Um, it has a built-in Game Genie.
0: Okay. With I'm... the
1: games, are, or the codes, like, already saved to it. Huh. So, like, you put a game in, and you can go to the thing where to, like, enter cheat codes, and it just has, like, a list of all the cheat codes. It's like, what do you want to turn on? You know, do you want to have infinite, you know, uh, star power on Mario 3? Huh.
0: I never had a Game Genie. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, well like normally like you have to enter a code in yeah, and you want to use it but this one just had them all like preloaded. It has a uh, score card system so like if you're playing a game that saves scores, oh, that's cool. It saves it to the system and then uploads it to a website.
0: That's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: So like you can save your best like Tetris score. Yeah. And it'll automatically upload it to the website for you. That's so you can sweet. like compare it to everyone else. So there's like a ton of functions to this thing. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. And how much was
1: this one? This one was 185 I believe. Okay. And so like pretty 50, much the same as And the... then $15 shipping. So it came to, it came to $199 yeah. at the
0: end. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much what you paid for the Super NT. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. I think the Super NT had like $40 shipping though.
0: Oh, yeah. And then that one, you didn't know when it was going to come. Yeah. And that, and that
1: one, it came like two weeks later. Yeah. Whereas this one was like, here you go. Fucking next day shipping for $14.
0: Nice. So, what's yeah. uh, what's the first game you want to go out and buy that you don't already own?
1: Oh shit! I was not prepared for this. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I have a lot of the good ones that like that I still kind of have just yeah. from growing up. Um, oh, and the uh, the the ABS uh, also plays Famicom games. Oh, cool. Uh, which I've never had like a Famicom. Yeah. So now. So,
0: we're back to the store. We're going back to the store to yeah, find you some uh, Famicom but games. But I
1: went there. They don't have any Famicom. They have Super Famicom games at the retro store. By I, wonder if those
0: are just, I wonder if those are just more prevalent than Famicoms, and that's why.
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, I did order a couple off of eBay. Okay. Uh, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go with the old classics. Um, even though I'm sure there's not much of a difference, I ordered Mario and Mario 3 yeah, and Tetris. Just because I was like, I want to see how the Famicom versions of these. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're no different. Mario doesn't exactly have a plot line that you have to follow.
0: You should buy Mario 2.
1: It Do- doesn't exist in Japan.
0: Mario 2? Yeah. Yes, it does. No. Yes? No. Yeah, that's what lost levels are. It's oh. Mario 2. Oh, okay. You should buy not, the Famicom not US, copy. Not Mario. US Mario 2 no. does
1: not exist in Japan. You should
0: buy- We're talking about Famicom games. You should buy the Famicom copy of Mario 2.
1: Is that, what is that? Is it called? It's not called Lost Levels.
0: No, no. it's called Mario 2. It's called Mario 2. It was released on All-Stars as Lost Levels. okay. Yeah. No, the American one is Doki Doki something or other. Yeah,
1: it's called like Doki Doki Panic or something like that. Yeah,
0: something ridiculous yeah. like
1: that. Actually, you know what though? I do believe that was released in Japan. What? Uh, Mar- Like the American Mario 2 yeah. was released in Japan. Yeah. I think as Mario USA. Probably. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. So yeah, I might have to order that one also.
0: Yeah, there you go. There's two options for you. Yeah, and then I gotta like Mario Two doesn't exist
1: in Japan. How dare you? Uh, I was talking on American Mario Two.
0: Listen, I'm not so. I'm I'm of the world. You know? it's Earth Day. <laughs> yes, I'm of the Wait, world. Wait, Earth Day? Today is Earth Day. Oh okay. man, you missed another holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not you Earth Day. You didn't celebrate Day. Easter. You didn't celebrate 420. You didn't celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day. You didn't celebrate Earth Day. Unacceptable.
1: Did I not celebrate Easter? I celebrate no, you celebrated Easter. Easter. I was just yeah. listing
0: off all the holidays recently.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. So it, I, it's one. I want to go and look up like the games that weren't released in America. Yeah. Uh, just to order those ones. Um the only thing is that usually those are the ones that are expensive. Because those are the ones that people want. Yeah. Everyone has a copy of Mario 3, even in Japan or in US, so yeah. the, those are cheap and super easy to grab. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh this one, unlike the Super N T, doesn't have uh the like the Super NT, you could just it had like the the micro USB port for just like putting on ROMs and stuff. Yeah. Uh this one does not have it, but it does take uh like rom carts where there's like a cart that you can buy that has a USB port in it or not a USB port but a micro uh not US micro SD card yeah support that you can like put ROMs onto that and put that in there to play old you know original Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if I can get like translated versions of stuff. I'd like to give like uh Mother One a try, like the first Earthbound because Earthbound was Mother Two in America, so yeah, I want to give that a try. I want to like look for some of those other ones, but uh, yeah, it, it work, looks really it works really good. Um, it from the pictures when I was originally buying it, it looked kind of goofy. It's like a weird kind of trapezoid shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have like a, uh, a flap, so it kind of like has a original Nintendo look to it. Whereas like the flap that goes up, um, but it doesn't like go in and then, like, spring down like the original Nintendo. You just kind of, like, stick it in. Yeah. And it lays just, like, flat there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And it's a little bit of a pain in the ass to, like, pull out the cartridge because of that. Because you're just kind of, like, pulling it against a flat surface. Yeah. Whereas the other ones were, like... You know, there was a little bit of a leeway. Yeah. So you got to like really give it a grip and like really give it a pull.
0: Oh, that worries me.
1: Yeah. And it like every time I do it, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm going to like rip the pins out of this or something like that. But you know, from what everyone said that the like the stronger grip is designed so that um, it plays the game better. Whereas like if it's really loose, there's a lot of, you know, room for the pins to not work. And so that, like, if it's a much stronger grip, there's a better chance that it'll actually read off the cartridge well. Uh, I will say the, the surprising thing is that the Retro uh, HD, uh, or the Retron HD, it plays the games a lot better than the, uh, the AVS does. Whereas, like, the AVS, you have to, like, really give the games a good fucking cleaning. So, like, I'm sitting there, like, a, with, like, a Q-tip and rubbing alcohol, like, just fucking really going at these things to, like, get them cleaned, just to get them to, like, play on the AVS. Mm-hmm. Whereas, with the Retron HD, you put that in, it'll just fucking start right up. So, I'm, like, really surprised that the $28 one plays the games much easier than the other one does. That's good. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, weird. I was like, I, like, I kind of want them to, whatever the fuck a uh, cartridge slot that they have on the, you know, the, the HD, the Retron HD, just fucking take that thing out and use that in the other one.
0: Yeah. Just to match, like match it up. So it's better. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was just looking that a copy of super Mario two on the Famicom was like 450 bucks. Oh, shit, It's, like, stupidly expensive.
1: See, like I said, the ones that weren't released in the U.S. are the ones that cost the most.
0: Yeah. I was trying to figure out if it was... Because it it called it Lost Levels, but I don't know if it just... They never released it, but I think they release it as... It might be called the Lost Levels because it's the ones that didn't make it into the first game. Yeah, because that
1: one was the one that's just... It's straight up Mario 1, but just with different levels. Like, it doesn't look any different. Yeah. uses all the exact same assets.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's like stupidly expensive. So forego that one. But that's good. Then I
1: could just buy the fucking uh, other console (laughs) at that point.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. You just get the big one.
1: Yeah. The analog Super or the analog NT Mini. Yeah. Nice. It seems
0: like you had a big full week playing games.
1: Yeah. Well, a good chunk of it, like I said, was spent just cleaning cartridges. Like I was just sitting there yesterday, just fucking. Like I said, just with a, a big pile of Q-tips and a thing of rubbing alcohol, just going like. Hey,
0: got to do it. Mm-hmm. Make that sound a little bit longer. It'll 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 be really good for the people's ears listening. Yeah, at I'm home. sure they'll love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. My week was just God of War. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I,
1: again, was God of War. Well, yeah. I, I didn't really Friday. play.
0: Yeah, I didn't really play anything at the beginning of the week. I thought about playing Battlefront, and then just Wednesday came around and I got busy right into the the weekend. So. Yeah, I picked up God of War Friday afternoon. Didn't get to play anything Friday night. Played it for about four hours yesterday and like another hour or two today. So I'm only, you know, five, six hours into the game right now, but I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I don't feel like I've gotten enough, like gotten really into the story yet. It's just there's a lot of like setup, which I'm totally happy with because I guess it's like a 30 hour game. Uh, Which I'm totally fine for. Because I didn't want this to be over in 10 hours. Mm -mm. And then rely on replayability to have a great time with it. I'm loving it. Like, it's still... It's God of War. Like, at its absolute core, it's still God of War. Which is fantastic. Even though, like,
1: the combat is completely different?
0: The combat's not completely different. Because it's still, you know, heavy attack, light attack. Things like that. It's just... um, I want to say they made it more complicated but it's not really that much more comp Basically, R1 is your light attack. R2 is your heavy attack. Yeah, so
1: it's Dark Souls style.
0: You can... I've never, yeah, I've never played Dark That's Souls. That's how Dark Souls um, I've, You can modify... Like, you can throw the axe by holding down L2. You can't do that in Dark Souls. Yeah. Shield is L1, so your block is, is L1. Um, dodging. In the old God of War games, I believe dodging was the right stick because it was a fixed camera. Yeah. Now that helps you look around in the world a little bit, and double-tapping X is a roll. Uh, forget circle, it like picks things up and interacts with the world. And square, t- uh, tells you to have the kid fire arrows, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so you can, so he can help you, yeah. uh, fight enemies. And you're not just like, like, he's not just a waste of space, like most, you know, companions and, uh, things like that, uh, which is nice. So it's not like, it's not more complicated, but it still, still feels God of War. Like I'm still spamming, you know, light and heavy attacks to make combos and things like that. Um, the, but you're not like
1: flying up in the air and like yeah, doing crazy spins and yeah stuff like that. he's
0: old he's an older Kratos so I assume that's probably the reasoning why he's not like because before you could like hold heavy attack and you would flip an enemy up in the air and you'd jump with him and you would do all these crazy aerial moves and slam them down like you're not really doing that here um you can't grab enemies as far as I can tell like like you could in the God of War games just like grab grab rip in half grab rip in half mm-hmm. um some of them you have to wait until you uh like you wear them down and stun them a little bit and then you can then there's a prompt to press in r3 uh it's and like you can do a finisher yeah and do like a crazy fucking brutal finisher with head stumps and ripping people apart and stuff like that and those are all awesome uh i really enjoy watching all of those happen those are those are quite good um but yeah i mean the uh it looks beautiful like it is a gorgeous game. Uh, and there's a photo mode coming that they announced and showed off pictures of like kratos doing goofy smiles and like a lot of dumb shit like that which but being able to take photos in that is going to be sick like cuz some of those the vistas and yeah,
1: the landscape shots and shit
0: absolutely they're uh, they're just fantastic so yeah i'm like you know this the the linear camera is great like the fact that you're following this one, one long shot, shot. shot oh it's so it's so good and the yeah, way they get oddly around enough, it sometimes like
1: that was one of those things where like i read about that and i went like how you know how often do you go, like, oh, the camera angle is really interesting, and that becomes, like, a selling point for a game where, you're like, I'm interested in this camera angle that they speak of.
0: Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where if the game didn't have that, it, I don't think it would be any worse. Um, but the fact that it does have that makes it that much better. Like, because what a cool thing that you don't really get in a lot of video games. So we're seeing it more in movies now, um, but to do it in a video game and the way that they do different shots that – like by sweeping the camera through, like something uh, makes it even that much better because you're like, oh man, look at how you got that reverse angle without having to do a cut. Like, that's just cool. It's inventive and something mm-hmm. that I haven't seen before. Um, it's a lot deeper game, too. Like, I was talking with uh, Tyler, who you guys know from the main event podcast. Uh, he was not, he's not a God of War guy uh, and was not going to buy it. Ended up doing yeah, a red box. He was a
1: Devil May Cry guy.
0: Yeah, probably. Which, you know, similar but still very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he picked it up at Redbox because he was like, I'll just blow through the story, I'll just play it, and like, it'll be no big deal. Like, I don't want to pay 60 bucks for a God of War game. It's probably going to be 10 hours or whatever. Uh, And he is thoroughly surprised by uh, like how much more in depth of a game it is. And he said that it was kind of bummed out that they didn't do a better job advertising the fact that it's like a fully fledged action RPG like the the armor system and the weapon system is so much more in-depth than any God of War game previous. Because in God of War games previous, you had the chest with the red orbs and red orbs just powered up all of your weapons, your weapons, your magic, your, you know, armor or whatever, like your shield, whatever it was. You would just Collect the millions of orbs and then you'd watch like the blood meter fill which i do miss i do miss filling that blood meter with the red orbs um but no this one your you know your axe has all kinds of inventory slots on it so you can add enchantments and you can do all these different things to it
1: okay that's that's interesting because one of the things i was apprehensive about that i was like you know i thought i i don't like about this is that like it's only the axe throughout the whole game Whereas in, like, the other God of War games, like, you had the Blaze of Chaos, and then you got, depending on the game you were playing, but yeah, then the like you got, like, the, the sword, you would get the fist, you would get yeah. the big two-handed sword, yeah. you would get, like, the, you know, you got a variety of weapons throughout the course of the game that you could switch through. Yeah. I like having variety, but then they said, like, oh, it's just the axe this whole time. I was like, oh, I don't like that. But at least knowing that you can, like, change the enchantments, which I'm, sh- I'm assuming would change, like, the way that... Not that maybe the control wise, but like the way that you use the weapon.
0: It basically what it does is, and I've only gotten a couple of them because, like I said, I'm not super deep into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it adds like there's a move where you can hold your shield out and press this other press an attack button to do an attack while your shield is up, and those attacks change based on enchantments. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also gives you different, you know, like you can get a the axe would be stronger or weaker, have better defense, or all these different things. So you can add all of these. Enchantments and stuff to it. Uh, Same thing with armor. You know, for both you and Atreus, the kid, you can change your armor, you can upgrade it, you can, you know, add all these different perks and things to it. Um, In addition to then going and having a Kratos skill tree that gives you better combos, better attacks, you know, things that you would find in an action RPG uh, skill tree to make it better, where like your shield has a bunch of moves that you can add to it by, you know, buying these perks and enhancing the you know, these weapons and things like that. So uh, all that stuff is, is great and much more in depth than anything. God of war has done before, which I think is why they've been giving, they've been getting such good reviews is that it's now it's taking God of war. It feels like God of war, but it also feels like a 2018 game, Mm -hmm. which is so necessary for a franchise like
1: that. Actually, you know, I have something to touch on that. Go ahead. This one is a platform the, well, for you to one do of, so. <laughs> one of the, there was actually something else that I played this week that I, I completely forgot about. Wait, you're uh, stepping
0: on my time to tell about what you played this week? Yes. How dare you?
1: Yes. Uh, I actually played Gears of War 4. Wrong uh,
0: G-O-W 4. Yes. Wrong The, one. the
1: wrong one. Yes. Um, I played Gears of War 4 because it was something that I got with the Games Pass. Um, which, you want that like,
0: Ice-T DLC, don't you?
1: Yes. Yes, yes. Um. I, I was one of those things where i was like all right like i canceled my game pass subscription um it it's good for like another week and i was like you know what i'm just gonna like play some of these games just to see how they are that like are part of that that i wouldn't buy on their own um yeah. and like so I, I started playing like cities city skylines or no idea. It's the it, it, uh, trying to be City game. Okay. But they, they like did a better job at being SimCity than SimCity because they stopped making SimCity games. So somebody else was like, all right, we're going to make our own SimCity game. Okay. Um, like I started playing that. I could not figure it out. So I was like, all right. I played it for like 30 seconds and I went like, okay, done with this. Uh, and then I played uh, NBA. No. Uh, what's the new NBA game? The, the cartoony one? Playgrounds? Playgrounds. Okay. I played NBA Playgrounds because I never bought that originally by myself. You're um,
0: hyped for that sequel, aren't you?
1: Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, and I played Gears of War 4 and I started playing Gears of War 4 and I played it for like the first two levels of the game and like I had to turn it off because it was too much just Gears of War 4. Yeah. There was no, it, it felt like a 12 year old game. Yeah. They, they did nothing to change up the formula at all. Like the, 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 uh, HUD was exactly the same. The controls were exactly the same. The gameplay was exactly the same. It was a new story, but everything else was exactly the same. Just more games. And I was just like, yeah, this just feels like yeah an old game at this point.
0: Yeah. And that's what God of War does really well is it, It feels like God of War. Like, I still kick ass. I'm still ripping dudes in half. You know, at times it's blood and it's gory and it's all the things that you like about God of War. But it feels like a game from 2018 Mm -hmm. and not a game from 2012 or whenever the last God of War game came out. Your war game.
1: Oh, God of
0: War. God of War. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about God of War. That's what we're talking about is
1: God of War. So I get I get. I mean, Gears G.O.W. or yeah. God of War.
0: Uh... Um. So yeah, so they, they did it really well and like, you know, props to, to Corey Barlog for pulling it off and did you see the video of him like reacting to, to all the review scores and stuff where no. he's just like reading review scores and it's like, it's getting to him because he worked on this game for so long and it's, it's getting the best reviews of God of War games, you know, in total I think. Like there were, other God of War games had tens and like God of War 2 was really good and you know, other games got really high scores but I think this one is a, Bigger pool of those of those great scores, so yeah, I'm I'm loving it. The kid is not annoying, which I had heard in reviews that he was fine, and it's true, he's fine. He's just an inquisitive kid, like he's asking you all these stories. And obviously, Kratos is a reserved guy, Um, so that's where a lot of the story that I'm getting so far is coming from. Like, there, you know, I don't want to talk spoilers or anything because obviously the game's only been out for 48 hours or whatever, a little bit longer than that. But, you know, there's one instance where the story kind of kicks off, and even with that, I still don't know why that event takes place. They don't really explain that, and they're just going through, and what's cool is, is you're going through these things, and, you know, the kid is reading these runes, because I don't think Kratos can read, you know, this language, um, because he's not from here. Yeah, Um,
1: because it's Norse instead of Greek. Yeah,
0: and, you know... He's the kid is reading these things and he's reading them aloud because he's telling them to Kratos and therefore the audience Um, and you're learning little um, little myths like little Norse myths and little tales of like you're finding out what the world serpent is and you're finding out like what Thor in this version of. Norse mythology is like and what Odin is like and all these characters that you know, you know the Marvel versions, or you know maybe the real versions, or you know some other I know the sti- two human versions. Yeah, the stylized story versions that you may know of these characters, and this you're learning the God of War versions in the way that the story is kind of unfolding, even if it's not the direct you don't get the direct threat story yet. So um yeah, I'm I'm super enjoying it. I can't say enough nice things about it. It's just it's just better than all of the other God of War games so far just because of what it's doing.
1: I'm interested in how that will work into it. Like how do you uh you know uh reason two completely separate sets of gods. Yeah. Into, like you know, how is it if if Zeus and all of them were the ones that created everything, like how what are what were Odin and you know, Thor and all them doing like, how do they mesh into the same world? Yeah. Is there, is there going to be one where you have to go and fight Jesus later on? I think that's probably (laughs) a little
0: tough, but um, (laughs) I'm just
1: saying like, how do you have multiple gods existing in the same universe at that point?
0: I don't know. I mean, like there's some evidence of the fact that, you know, these gods know about him. And I think that may play into it because I also want to figure, I want to figure out that. And I also want to figure out if they fill in any of the backstory about where he's been for so long.
1: Mm.
0: Like, you know, the, the post credit scene, if you will, after God of war three shows that he survived and moved on. But what did he do that whole time? Like, I want to know some of that history that I don't get to see unless we get another Vita game that fills that in, which obviously we're never going to get that. Nope. Um, But I want that story to kind of tell, those little bits of what have I missed when I wasn't playing God of War? Cause there wasn't one. Hmm. Um, so I'm hoping the story gets more into that, but yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a super fun game and it's still God of War. So even if you maybe don't like action RPGs or you hate the new way that RPGs are like, you don't really have to get into that stuff if you don't want to, like it's there and you can upgrade and do skill trees. You probably don't have to, you could probably just keep going through and get stronger by default by just, when you pick up a new thing, if it looks stronger, just equip it. Like you don't have to necessarily get into the nitty gritty if you don't want to, but it still feels like a God of War game, which is fantastic. Mm. It's, it's everything I've wanted it to be so far. You know, maybe if I get farther into it, it won't be, but as of right now, five, six hours in, it's everything I wanted. So mm. super excited for that. We'll continue to play that uh, moving forward in the week. So hopefully I'll have more updated impressions next week. Uh, but that will do it for what we've been playing, which means we're going to jump right into the lightning round not lightning round for this week. Uh, And I teased it earlier by asking Joe if he was excited for it. But kicking off the lightning round, NBA Playgrounds 2 got announced uh, for this summer. So NBA Playgrounds 2 coming out on all them systems later on this year. It's going to have new modes. It's going to have like an enhanced championship mode and online is going to be better. So... That will hopefully make for a, a good addition because the game I wanted to play it, but everything I read about it said it wasn't robust enough. Like it, it was just very plain, and I felt like I would have gotten bored super quick of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the like short amount of time I played it um, this week, uh, I mean, I played like two games of it, and I just kind of went like, "Yep, it's exactly what I thought it would be. Like yeah. it's just NBA Jam with a different coat of paint."
0: Yeah, and probably not as good.
1: Yeah. I mean, not terrible. Like I, I just I was like, I got the taste I needed. Yeah,
0: that's what I figured. Yeah, um, but the new championship mode is an online league where you can uh, play solo or co-op, and there's divisions, and you can try to rise through the ranks. So like that, I think could be pretty cool if you're doing all of these like, what is it, asynchronous multiplayer where it's not necessarily head to head or maybe it is if you're playing in division stuff with other people. So uh, that adds a new wrinkle to it that I could definitely get involved with. Um, but there's other modes and stuff that they said they're going to be adding. So maybe it'll be a more fully fledged, robust game and more people will pick it up or it'll be a better version of what we got before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm, I'm intrigued. I like arcade style sports games. Yeah. Uh, so I'm always down for, for a new one. If it ends up, you know, being better Than, like, I think most places gave it like a six, which is not enough for me to go out and spend the 20 bucks or whatever that it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, I played it for free. You know, this was like, I get it. But But you're, I mean, you're a sports person. Yeah. I mean, but I played a lot of NBA Jam and stuff. Yeah. And I played a lot. I played a lot of NBA Street. I played the shit out of that game. Mm. And this one was just, like I said, it just felt like it was what it was. Yeah. Like it didn't stand out in any way. It was like, I get it. Like, you know, so maybe if this one's a little bit, you know, more polished, I guess, yeah. but I'm not holding my breath.
0: No. And this would be a thing where I'd probably pick it up on sale. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm sure once the NBA season comes around again in the fall, it'll probably be on sale. And maybe I'll pick it up. Cause I'll be in a basketball mood rather than right now where I'm in a basketball mood. Cause it's the playoffs, but Come the end of the playoffs, I'm not going to be like, yes, continue the basketball. Mm. I'm going to be like, no, it's baseball time now. I'm paying attention more to baseball. I'm doing that now anyway. Red Sox are on fire. Feeling real good about the season. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, we got a rumored release date for No Man's Sky on the Xbox, which also would probably coincide with major updates. Uh, and that is June the 29th.
1: Yeah. We talked about that like two weeks ago. Yes. They announced it
0: that they, yeah, they announced that No Man's Sky was coming to Xbox, that it was going to have Xbox One X enhancements and that it was going to have this new mode. Uh, that was going to change the game in some major way. And so that wasn't given a release date. So assumingly now that mode, unless somehow they got some kind of deal with Microsoft where it's Xbox Exclusive
1: first. Exclusive for a certain amount yeah, of time. For a month Just or something import, like that. encourage people to buy it on that one. Yeah.
0: Um, it looks like everything is going to be coming out on the 29th of June. So it's a game I still wish I played. I know what it is, and I know people were disappointed by it, but it still seems like a thing that I could get behind. Just in like a, I'm sure it's relax fun to just and... sink a
1: couple hours into just relaxing. Yeah, saying. like you said. Yeah, so... so like I'm just gonna dick around in space for a little bit.
0: Yeah, so maybe you know, maybe coming up when that comes out, if the new mode is like this crazy thing that enhances it a lot, I might go, you know, and try to check it out because it seems like a thing that I would like, you know, space travel and exploration and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know, just all the terrible reviews really soured me on it, even though it was kind of what I expected it to be. But I don't know, it's weird.
1: Yeah. Will well, you try I it? mean, uh, I I can't picture myself wanting to spend sixty bucks on it. Whatever it ends up costing, I can't picture myself wanting to spend money on. Unless this is like, it'll probably be sixty bucks. Yeah. Um. I mean, there are, there are a lot of games. I think I talked about this last week. There are like a lot of games that are completely different now than they were when they launched. Yeah. Like, you know. Um. I I was gonna give. I didn't end up actually having time to play it, but I was like gonna give. Uh. Ghost Recon a try because I wanted to try the Sam Fisher stuff that they added to the game. Yep. Um, and uh, like I loaded up the game for like a a minute just to kind of like see, you know, how different it was, and like everything felt completely different. I was like, wow, this is a completely different game than it was that I remember playing it before, yeah. And it was the same for like the division. I loaded up the division not too long ago, and that game is completely different from what it was. So, I mean, there's it's you can, you know, completely retool a game and make it more interesting for sure. It's what I'm hoping they do with Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, if they did it with this one, yeah. But it's just, at this point, like, I feel like the damage is done with No Man's Sky. Yeah. And it's going to be hard to, like, encourage people to play that thing that already everyone... It's a meme about how bad it is at this point.
0: I don't, I don't even think it's that. I think nobody talks about it anymore. I That's think it true. was a meme. It was
1: but... a meme, and now that meme is gone. Yeah. So, like... Can you revive a dead meme?
0: I mean you can if you do a big enough update and it sounds like that's what they want to do here. So entirely
1: yeah. totally we'll possible. We'll see. As of right now, I am
0: June 29th.
1: Yeah. As of right now I am
0: You're out. Nope. Fair enough. All right. Uh Lightning Round. This is something that you would be into, but you're not gonna have to wait a little bit longer because Dark Souls on the Switch has been delayed. Were you gonna pick this up on the Switch? I mean, I was thinking about it.
1: Um I have the other two on the Xbox. So I was like, I might as well just buy it on the Xbox anyways. I was thinking of picking up on the Switch just to have a portable version of yeah. the game. And then there would be the whole, like, which one do I want to actually play it on? The, the good thing about that game is you can play it completely different. Yeah. Like, the Dark you know, every single time. Like, the the character classes and stuff are so different, like... If you want to just play a straight fighter, that's completely different from playing as a mage, you yeah, know? Exactly. So, like, I could play mage on the Switch and I could play fighter on the you know, the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I guess the decision's made. I'll just buy it on the Xbox at this point if it's it's been delayed on the um, the Switch.
0: The other sad news that coincides with that is that not only is the game delayed, it also means
1: the, the amiibo, amiibo is, is delayed. delayed.
0: Which, yeah. put out the Amiibo,
1: you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's Why? done. Like, yeah, you don't need just to put push that back. No just people can have it. Yeah, they can I mean, have 95% it. of the people just buy amiibos for display anyways. Well, that
0: that's the biggest thing for me is why not just put it out and let the people buy it when you can find it and then because by the time the game comes out, may everybody I have guarantee you a second
1: you, wave of them ready to go.
0: Everybody who picks up that game physically is going to buy an amiibo the same day. Yeah. Everybody who buys it digitally is then also going to go out and try to buy the amiibo. Yeah. Let that be a trickle effect as opposed to, you know, like, hey, sorry, you can't find it, and it's going to be weeks until you can get another one because everybody bought them out because you weren't the first person at the GameStop or the Best Buy that day, you know. So just put it out. Like You have it. Put it out. Yeah. And get people excited about it because they'll go and they'll see the Amiibo and be like, oh, that's right. It's coming to Switch. I totally forgot about that. Let me not buy it on the Xbox. I'll wait for the Switch version because I got this cool Amiibo.
1: Yeah. The thing you got to worry about, though, is they didn't give an actual date now for it. It just got no. pushed back into summer. Yeah. So it was set for May twenty uh, fifth, and now it's just set for summer.
0: Yeah, it'll probably be like a July thing, I would think. Yeah, That'd uh, be my guess. It,
1: yeah, it's just. I mean, hopefully, it's not the kind of thing where like summer comes around and I'm like still delayed. Yeah, uh,
0: technically, summer ends like the twentieth of September, so hopefully, <laughs> it's not. It comes out on the nineteenth. We said summer. Yeah, who cares? Um. Yeah, that is a bummer though. I mean, when I saw it at PAX, it looked like it was running just fine, but obviously that was probably like a demo or a very you know shortened snippet of version. Yeah. So, I mean, also,
1: I mean, it's an HD upscale remaster and stuff, but it's still an older game. Yeah.
0: So. I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine it will take much more tweaking. Yeah. You know, the Switch has got to be as powerful as a PS3 or an Xbox. Yeah. And that's what it came out on. So. I don't know. We'll see. It is a bummer, though. I hate when stuff for the Switch is delayed and doesn't come out at the same time because it's just like. Uh, it just makes it that much harder for people to buy the games that they want on that system yeah. it's people are still going to buy it and it's still going to sell well
1: yeah because i i mean i'm sure there were a lot of people out there that have both a switch and an xbox that were, or, or, or a, PS4. a playstation yeah and they're like oh i'll pick it up on the switch it got delayed all right i'm just gonna pick it up on these ones yeah and now the the switch one's not going to get nearly as much support because anyone who really wants it will have picked it up months earlier on the other consoles it's true you know
0: Although I have a feeling that most people who are going to pick up a remaster of this game want it so that way they can play it portably, they'd be like, "I already played it on my TV, on my Xbox or my PlayStation." When it when I played Dark Souls originally, I want to play it on the Switch. I want to play it on the go. I want to play it at friends' houses. I want to play it on the train, you know, whatever. So I don't think it'll take that much of a hit, but it's still just kind of a bummer. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how that impacts it later in the summer. Uh, lightning round. So I, we have a couple things here. And then I'm just going to, Joe, I'm just going to shove them all into one because I think they all kind of go together. Mm. Uh, so we're going to talk about Black Ops 4. And we're going to talk about Battlefield 5, which I, this is the 1st time hearing of Battlefield 5, to be honest, was these rumors that I don't think it's been officially announced that there's a Battlefield 5.
1: No, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where everyone just kind of assumed there would be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But when that would happen, would right. it be like, World I... War One again, or what would happen? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm
1: assuming it's going to like it's not Battlefield One, Two. Yeah. So I'm assuming this is going to be modern again.
0: Yeah. Or you know who knows what? But uh, basically, there, there was a lot of rumors this week concerning these two juggernauts of first-person shooters. Uh, the first of which is that Black Ops Four will have no single player; it will be multiplayer only which I think we may have, I know you've been saying you want multiplayer and single player to be separated. I don't think this is quite what you were asking for. No. (laughs) Separated is in it doesn't exist versus it does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I had talked about how it seemed like it would have been smarter to sell them as two separate games because a lot of people are just buying them for one thing. Yeah, There's people that just want to play the single player and they don't care about the multiplayer and there's people that want to play them. Yeah. Yeah, Vice versa.
0: We said the 40, 40, 60 for the pair.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah um but yeah it looks like they're scrapping single player entirely this time
0: it's a weird thing to do for the fourth game like you were when i texted you about it you said i'm surprised it's taking this long or it's about time or i figured this would be the case
1: it was was going to happen eventually
0: i just didn't think it would be the fourth game in a franchise in a series
1: yes that's a weird choice have this be just a whole new game at that point
0: right if you're gonna make black ops 4 continue the story of black ops Yeah, because
1: what is there now what is there to it I mean, it's I don't... Not, it's, what It's is it a four of?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At this point, it's just Call of Duty. Like, yeah. why is it Black Ops if it's just the, maybe the
1: characters that you're playing in the multiplayer? But who gives a shit? Especially since the, uh, the Black Ops games are incredibly inconsistent of storyline. Because, like, Black Ops 1 was Vietnam. Yeah. Black Ops 2 was, like, you know, like... Modern, I think? it was... No, it, was... it was, like, slightly ahead. It was, like... Uh, like 2035 or something like that yeah it was like slightly ahead in the future but weren't
0: you also playing stuff in the past like were you playing as like the kid and the grandfather or something
1: like that yeah there were some levels that like went farther like back into the past yeah you know like uh that was the one uh where you like killed fidel castro in it yes um so like you like went back and did some levels that were in the past and then the bulk of the game was set like slightly in the future yep uh, and then Black Ops 3 was, like, just straight-up sci-fi in the future. That was the one that was all about, like, the drone swarms yeah, and, yeah. like, all the, the uh, computer-controlled enemies. Um, so, yeah, like, what is this one, then? Is this, like, I mean... What's the point of, of calling it Black Ops Four at that point? Because yeah, you're not considering like consistent with the, going consistently with the story, and the setting is so wildly inconsistent with these ones already. The multiplayer doing it with the multiplayer doesn't make sense because well, I, I mean, unless it's going to like the multiplayer maps are going to fluctuate between Vietnam and like the future or something.
0: Maybe, but then there's no reason to tell that story. Like, yeah, it's it's so weird to do it in a continuation. Like, I. When you said that, I was just like, "Yeah, no, wait till next year. Yeah. Next year, or
1: just don't call this Black Ops Four.
0: Yeah, just call it Call of Duty, like MP online warfare. Like yeah, you know where it's like, oh shit, it's an all multiplayer version of Call of Duty, and yeah. it's just online warfare. Call it that.
1: Like, why don't why call it Black Ops Four? Maybe they're just kind of hoping they could trick people with the name." I Call of Duty sells it. Black That's, Ops yeah, doesn't. Call sell of Duty it. is the Call name of, that sells it. Yeah. Black Ops is not what sells it. Exactly, you're, you're right.
0: Call of Duty is the name on the box that people are buying. They're not buying it because it's Blops Four. Yeah. Um. But piggybacking off of that,
1: but and also like, where do you go forward from this? Are none of them going to have campaigns? Is it going to be just like the Black Ops ones are not going to have campaign, but then like maybe Modern Warfare Five has a campaign or Modern Warfare Four, Five. Four, I don't know. Technically, don't know. Ghost was the sequel to Modern Warfare 3.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't know. I've I fell off so far ago on yeah. Call of Duty that I don't remember what is and isn't like, like are, are canon we, for each series.
1: Are we gonna get World War 2 2? But with no, like, is there gonna be like the World War 2 multiplayer only game? And then the sci-fi multiplayer only game. And then the modern warfare only game at this point. I
0: have no idea. It's why it's such a weird thing to do. Like you could do a second World War two game and it could be a thing where you focus on European things and you would do different battles, which is what we wanted from the first one to be honest. Yeah. Um or like what so they you did could
1: with, do it they like what they did with um world at war where they're like this one's going to be the the japanese the pacific theater yeah.
0: yeah that's what medal of honor did where they mm-hmm. were telling all these different stories all across the different battles of it so maybe you could do that for those games is do another world war ii one and that one has a story and that maybe the black ops futuristic ones just are multiplayer only
1: yeah
0: but i think you should just call it Online Warfare, and then you could pull in maps from all the different games, and you could just have a multiplayer Call of Duty game. I think people would eat that up. Yeah. But, I mean, I wonder if it's still going to be a $60 game if it's just multiplayer. I'm sure it's going to be, but... It's
1: going to be more than just multiplayer.
0: No, it'll just be multiplayer. No,
1: according to the rumors, it's also going to be a Battle Royale game.
0: That's multiplayer.
1: Well, not <laughs> <laughs> that's multiplayer, a different kind of multiplayer. That's
0: true. Um, yes, that was the, uh, the second part of the rumor was that, and I think we had either hypothesized or heard we this before. We assumed it had to have been happening. Oh no, it point. was the comment on the conference call that said, we see the battle royale genre and we're very quick to adapt to the market. That's right. That's what uh, it was. So we had talked about this uh, a few episodes ago where it seemed like that's where the game was going to be heading was battle royale mode. Uh, the, that rumor also coincides to be something that Battlefield Five is potentially working on, though that one seems like it may not be a thing that's available at launch. That it could be a mode that comes later, or it could be a separate game. Like, but somebody at EA Dice, whoever, is working on a current Battlefield so battle you royale. Have to
1: at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was playing PUBG Mobile today with a buddy, just sitting on the couch, you know, playing playing the game. So it's definitely a thing that people are still clamoring for. And I would like to see a more realistic version of it done yeah. by a Battlefield or a Call of Duty. I'm yeah. way more intrigued by that than I am just whatever dumb multiplayer thing that Call of Duty is going to do.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, um, I mean, PUBG was created by a small studio, I think starting with like just one guy modding a 15-year-old game. Yeah. Like, I want to see what a studio with a massive budget budget behind them, like what EA could do by creating one of these games.
0: So I'll ask you, Joe, um, but I'll give my input first, is what would you like to see in a battle? Because I think Call of Duty will just be pretty standard, and it'll probably be a lot like PUBG. I think Battlefield is where you can really set it apart, because I would like to see them incorporate more than just ground vehicles. Like, yes. I would think you could maybe have a tank in the game, Or Mm -hmm. maybe two, you know, that some two people could get into. But that would make it pretty difficult. Maybe you just have it run out of gas or something. So that way someone isn't just fucking touring around in a tank. You
1: know, just have a prevalence of... um Anti-like tank weapons that are available. Weapons that are scattered all over the place. Yeah, They're like useless on actual people, but you eventually you come across a an RPG that you're like, oh fuck yeah! And it's a one shot if you hit the tank with the RPG or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: or planes. Like maybe planes, there's a couple of planes uh, you could take off. Helicopters. In. Yeah, mm. and, but those run out of gas and you can't fill them up, and so eventually you're gonna have to land. And the anti-armor, like that's what I would want to see because that's the thing that Battlefield always did different was the vehicles, the mm-hmm. tanks and the planes and the copters and everything yeah. like that. I want to see that somehow worked in to uh, the battle royale genre. Yeah. Because I think that could be really fun. You could have some dog fights if you're brazen enough to get up there uh, and then eventually you're going to have to land. You're going to have to land in the circle and it's going to be harder to have those dog fights when the circle gets smaller so there'll be no point to be in the plane Um, Or
1: have, like, AA guns scattered across the map. Yeah, something. So you have to, like, be concerned about somebody seeing, like, you know, if you're in that plane, like, those games are, a lot of it is about, like, hiding and keeping, like, a low profile. If you're flying around in a plane, someone's going to go, like, yo, there's a guy up there in a plane. Like, I'm getting in this fucking AA gun over in that building over there. Yeah.
0: So that's kind of what I want to see from Is there anything that you would like to see being added for either the Call of Duty or the Battlefield side that's different than what the PUBG's and the Fortnite's and the... um it, amazing, Radical you know, Heights are doing
1: the um, way I would actually picture it. Uh, if they were going to do this, I would like to see Call of Duty. Just because th- this is the way they actually already do things, I think it might balance out well. Call of Duty do smaller games. Like I think Call of Duty should be like twenty-five people max games. Um, that on could like, work on like smaller maps, but like maybe you take a little bit more damage kind of thing that could work and then i would like to see because battlefield has already always been about like huge maps i'd like to see like 200 people maybe even more like if they could go really crazy and do like 500 people matches that would probably
0: get tough maybe on pc you could do it but like yeah because you figure what like what are the biggest multiplayer maps on something like that 64 and 64
1: 64 64
0: Yeah. yeah so maybe you just do what the 128 Maybe I more mean, like
1: two hundred people. Yeah, maybe one
0: hundred fifty to start. See how that works. Maybe two hundred. I mean, if if PUBG
1: can do a hundred people on like the small budget that they started off with, yeah, they might be able to. You know, EA with a better better servers might be able to do something bigger. Maybe yeah. two hundred fifty people, something like that.
0: Yeah, I, those games would probably take forever, though. They'd have to figure out a way to speed it up because I wouldn't want to sit Slower there and lower maps
1: like, or quicker maps shrink.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that way, because with a quicker map shrink, because
1: that one's also all about the vehicles, so. Yeah. I mean, a better prevalence of vehicles plus like shrink the map a little bit quicker.
0: Cuz the good thing about it, if you sh- if you shrink the map quicker, it still feels like Battlefield or Call of Duty cuz now it's a little bit more frantic, yeah. which I think could play really well. So yeah, I think those would both be really good options and something that I like to see. I mean, we're eventually going to get Battle Royale fatigue. It's going oh, to yeah. happen. Every genre kind of gets it. The first person shooter genre got it. By the end of
1: the year it's going to happen.
0: I think we get a little bit more time out of it, especially if these two come out in the fall and we get a brand new influx of battle royale games. Yeah. So I, you know, and I think PUBG will still be popular and Fort. I think Fortnite will wane, but I don't think it'll go away. No. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, if we're going to get new entries, which we're going to for a while before, you know, everyone gets sick of them and stops playing and it seems to be not a viable option for a game anymore. uh, I want to see what juggernauts can do with the because right now it's just smaller studios doing it and I want to see what a juggernaut studio can do with it. I wouldn't mind if it came to the next battlefront like sure give me a Star Wars version where it's you know you're a rebel and, and you have to steal the death Star plans and it's a rogue one thing and you've just got your you know you're just by yourself and you're trying to infiltrate you're a spy or whatever trying to infiltrate Wait, how
1: that work as a battle royale game. I don't know
0: <laughs> it would work they'd figure out a way to make it work. You're the lone spy left in your spy group and you have to infiltrate something to steal something, Mm -hmm. you know. Even if it, you know, but even if you maybe changed it where it's, you're a group of six people and you're going through and fighting.
1: Actually, that would be kind of interesting. Um,
0: So it's not one versus 100, it's...
1: If there were, like, objectives that you could achieve in those games, mm -hmm. you know, and it's the kind of thing where, like, it, you know... They just earn you more points at the end of the game. Yeah. But if they're the kind of things where, like, there are generators on the map, and, like, if you destroy the generator, you get, like, an extra 500 points at yeah. the end of the, the But match. people would be
0: guarding the generator, so yeah. you got to yeah. be careful. Or, like, people you know? would
1: just be, like, camp the generator to, like, somebody's going to come and try and blow this up, and I'm just going to, like, pick off everybody that comes through this way. Exactly. Yeah. Or you could do it yourself either way, but put, like, little objective things. Because that's, a, like, uh, the, the Battlefield games as they are... The one that people always like to play was the one where it's like two teams, uh, and there's like two points that you have to capture,
0: yeah, and you got to hold. And them then, like, down. once
1: you do that, the map moves on to like another two points. You keep doing that until you get to the end, yeah.
0: That's how Battlefront is mm-hmm. in a lot of their game modes. So,
1: so yeah, if they did something like that, where like there are certain things on the map where like if you get these things, they're worth extra points, yeah.
0: That then help you level up your dude or whatever and it is that you need like do. Unlock more
1: guns later yeah. on, something like that. Yeah.
0: So I I want to see what they can do. Someone's going to spice it up in a different way. And I'd like to see what a studio with some money behind it can do. So, yeah. you know, I let have, us...
1: I have no faith in the Call of Duty one. I I have a feeling that Black Ops 4 is going to be a massive disaster.
0: It sounds like a mess already. Yeah. Just from the little leaks and things like that that I'm hearing. Yeah. It sounds like a disaster.
1: Yeah and like just a whole lot of poor choices but yeah. battle uh, battlefield I'm I'm a lot more interested in what they're going to do
0: yeah So, I mean, we'll see. I'm sure come E3, we're going to get all of the answers to these kinds of things. Uh, Even if it's just, we have more to tell you, but we're working on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it'll be coming whenever. So, um, yeah, definitely let us know what you guys would like to see in a Call of Duty or a Battlefield Battle Royale game that maybe hasn't been done yet. Or do you think that they could do better? Like, could they do building better? Could they do, you know, who knows what better than the other people? So, uh, definitely let us know that. But lightning round, uh, just a couple of quick things left. For the lightning round today, it was announced that Valve has purchased Campo Santo, the uh, company behind Firewatch and only Firewatch. Uh, They are working on a new game that's set to come out next year, uh, but they have been acquired by Valve. So it's a small 12-person studio, uh, and they're moving from wherever their offices are to Valve's offices in Seattle. And I think Valve's just going to publish whatever games they work on now uh, and in the future.
1: Yeah, well, this is surprising because when's the last time Valve has put out a game?
0: Yeah, I don't know, like technically I'm sure they've published some things that other studios worked on, but from a first party perspective, I I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's been quite some time. Probably yeah. Dota two.
1: So they're like interest in putting out new games. I mean, I don't care about I didn't care about Firewatch, I don't care about Campus Santo, but just the fact that they're like interested in putting out games now again makes me kinda of go like Okay. Oh, maybe we'll get a Left 4 Dead 3.
0: <laughs> yeah, or Half Life 3. I mean, we're, never yeah, Half-Life we're not going to Half Life 3. Yeah. That's never going to happen. Sure, I'm, I'm sure if I had looked hard enough today, and it probably wouldn't have even had to be that hard, that there would have been something related to Campo Santo. And they're like, see, if you do this and it evens out, Half Life 3 confirmed. Like, you know, I'm sure there was a lot of Half Life 3 There's confirmed a lot things of those. today. Uh, but I'm sure it was like, oh, if you look at the Campo Santos thing, they were started in this year. And if you look at how many employees they have and you divide that by the number of games they've put out or like oh, all these dumb things that probably would have equaled that. But it is intriguing that Valve is looking to put out games again, even if it's somebody else's. Now it's a first party thing. And that's uh, it's definitely intriguing for people who are fans of their... Uh, of their IP and their properties that they've put out so far.
1: So. Yeah. It looks like the last game proper that they put out was Dota two, yep. uh, which came out in 2013. Uh, they're like add on things that they did for like counter-strike. And there was a thing called left for dead survivors in 2014. I don't know what that was. Probably. Oh, it says it was for the arcade. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much been 2013 since the last time they've actually put out a game.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see if that means anything. Maybe after this game that they're working on now, that maybe Valve has them make something different. I mean, that's entirely a possibility.
1: Well, their game in the Valley of the Gods is scheduled for release in 2018. So oh, okay. So it is this we year. we got a year until – or uh, 2019. Okay. So we got a year until that game comes out or a yeah. year and a half maybe possibly. I don't know uh, exactly when it's going to be out. But if they're going to have them work on something else after that, it'll be a while before it comes out. Yeah,
0: or you can take a couple of people off that team and maybe like you can move some pieces around with other Valve you know, people to maybe say like, here, we're going to give you five guys. But those two guys you have have a really good idea and we want to put them on the team over here to work on this thing. So, you know, you can shuffle around some pieces and certainly start working on some other things, which is definitely exciting because Valve has made a lot of good stuff in the past. So we'll see what else they can come up with. Um, All right, lightning round, Uh, and it's a short lightning round this week because there wasn't a lot in terms of news. It was mostly just what we played um, because there were a lot of big games this week, but if you weren't super keen on buying a bunch of games and you're always looking for those sweet, sweet free games, well, we've got games with gold for the month of May, which come out in a little over a week. Uh, The first uh, is a little over a week away, so Joe, hit me with those games with gold.
1: Uh, for the Xbox one, or well, for the first week, it's going to be uh super mega baseball two. Wait, there's a super mega baseball two. Uh, there's a super mega baseball one. Yeah. Super mega baseball is awesome. I'd never played it. Never even heard of it.
0: Oh yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an arcade uh, it's an arcade baseball game, um, with, you know, power-ups and bats on fire. It's like an NBA jam of baseball. Oh, essentially. Uh, yeah. it's great. I didn't know there was a two. Um, oh yeah. Because it comes out May 1st.
1: Oh, okay. So it's a like free at launch type game?
0: Yes. For the... You know, time to lace up your cleats. Oh, yeah. So this was a news item that we missed. I totally, completely missed this. Uh, it was announced in the autumn of 2016 for 2017 release date. Pushed back to 2018.
1: Oh, you know what? Looking at the cover for the first one, I definitely remember this game.
0: Yeah. So it's... Yeah, it's coming out on PS4, Windows, and Xbox One. Uh... Yeah, 30 bucks though. No. Well, so good for you if you've got an me. Xbox. Yeah. yeah, 30 bucks is a little too much for me for a game like this. If it was 20 bucks, I'd probably dive into it. But um, yeah. But awesome for people with Xboxes because. I
1: mean, it might be in a couple months, it might be coming to PlayStation Plus. PS Plus. Uh,
0: honestly, PlayStation Plus games haven't been announced yet. They haven't announced yet.
1: yet. Yeah, it could be free also. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah.
0: I'd be so happy with that. But yeah, I I like Super Mega Baseball One. It's a good it's a good fun like party type game. Not like be, not in the sense of it's a party game, but just like playing with friends yeah. and trash talking and like you know crazy running up the score and crazy things that happen. So,
1: uh, and then the Xbox three hundred and sixty game coming out on the first uh, is uh, Streets of Rage, the classic arcade game. Uh, as part of the Sega Vintage Collection, where, like, Sega released a whole bunch of their older games. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, Street to Rage. I played the shit out of that back in the day on the Genesis, so it'll be nice to give it another try. Yeah. Uh, and then on the 16th uh, will be Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, uh, which is a nice one. I mean, a lot of people got... Um, not Peace Walker. What was the other one? Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes. Already free. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be nice for people to be able to get uh, pa- Phantom Pain free.
0: It was It was recently a PlayStation Plus one as well. Uh
1: Yeah, you're right. It was. Within the last, like, six months. Uh, so that's the Xbox One game. And then the Xbox 360 game is Vanquish, which was a very good uh, game. Under-
0: underrated game.
1: Yeah. Very underrated. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, everyone, it's one of those ones where, like, everyone who played it is like, yeah, that game's fucking great. Yeah, but, but not, not a, lot a lot of people played it. it yeah. yeah. Um, so that, uh, everyone give it a fucking try because it was a very, very good game.
0: Yeah. No reason not to play it.
1: Yeah. Especially for free.
0: That's absolutely.
1: Uh, so yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty, it. So just those ones. Uh, so it's a pretty good week. I mean, yeah. Metal gear is something where like, if you wanted metal gear, you would have already gotten metal gear. Yeah. I mean, I can't I, picture any metal gear fans out there that have been waiting this long for metal Gear solid five to be free.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there could have been people that were like, I'm, uh, whatever. I don't like metal gear anymore. I'll give it a shot now. I really liked four, but everything I saw after that looked really dumb, and I didn't want to play it. Yeah. Or I heard my buddy, who says who's a bigger fan than me, said he hated it, so I didn't want to play it. Yeah. It's like maybe, but yeah. I mean, this is this may wow people to get into Metal Gear, maybe, but don't you know, oh. it'll be a nice thing to have, especially if you maybe traded your copy in or want to give it another go. Oh, yeah,
1: I actually bought it uh digitally, like a month ago. <laughs> it was like part tough. of the big uh, spring sale they had. and It was on sale for like eight bucks. So I bought it.
0: I have four games in my PlayStation cart right now from the sale from this week that I'm
1: like, I don't know if I should just pull the trigger on them or not. Uh, I need to check what the PlayStation sale is. I haven't looked yet.
0: It's like, it's half off a lot of things. The, the, the ones I have were the two Tomb Raider games. All right. Um, and which are like, it's 20 bucks for both of them. Oh. Um, and then uh, there's a combo pack with Titanfall two and battlefield one, which I never played either of those for also for 20 bucks. So, Mindfall
1: two had a fantastic story.
0: That's what I, that's what I keep hearing. And it's, I might just pull the trigger on it. It'll be a game time decision later tonight into into tomorrow hmm. before the tuesday changeover so um but yeah those are your games with gold for may that's also your episode for this week of the broken clock podcast Gamescast. remember you can find the games cast every monday morning at 9 a.m on google play itunes Podbean, and stitcher you can also find our wrestling show there the main event the most recent episode was wrestlemania from a couple of weeks ago so you can listen to that as well if you were a fan of the wwe um Sadly, we tried to go to Monday Night Raw uh, this past week and had a hell of a time and ended up leaving. It was terrible. We'll probably talk about it on the next episode of the main event in a couple of weeks. So you can look forward to that if you want to hear about our bad time. Uh, But that will do it for the Broken Clock Podcast main event. Uh, Also remember that you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what you would like to see from a Battle Royale game, what your favorite Labo thing was to build, or if you are enjoying God of War as much as I am enjoying God of War. Uh, But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast, games cast my name is adam
1: and i am joe and
0: thanks so much for listening
1: goodbye